The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. From the very beginning, the Word was with God. Through Him, God made all things. Not one thing in all creation was made without Him. The Word became a human being and full of grace and truth lived among us. We saw his glory, the glory which he has received as the Father's only Son. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we heard that beautiful reading from Genesis. Such an such a important reading for us as people of faith. In the beginning, there was nothing, and then God created everything and how by what means did he go and get his hammer and go and chop some wood no there was nothing <laughs> there was nothing except god and for the physicists and you know astro people out there there weren't like laws and stuff to guide creation either there was literally nothing and god said let there be light such a such a beautiful gentle creative power god has let there be light let there be water let there be stars let there be everything Everything that is. And then, as the crown of creation, who gets, to, who gets to sit in the middle of it all and enjoy it? Us! Us, man and woman, created in his image. Beautiful picture of creation. And then in the gospel, we hear the same story, but from a different angle. It says, in the beginning was not nothing, but the Word. And the Word is not just something written on a piece of paper. It's a person. You know who that Word is, right? Who is he? Well, he's God, yeah, but he's, he's Jesus. He's the Son. He was with God from the beginning. And with, with the Word, God created everything that, that we see, everything that we know, even us. Can I ask, hands up, if you can tell me, what is your favorite big, big, big animal? And it can be in the air, although there aren't very many <laughs> big, big animals in the air. Or it can be in the water, or it can be on the ground. Yeah. A what? A giant panda. Okay. A kangaroo, that's pretty big. The bigger they are, the scarier they are. <laughs> yeah. A dolphin, that's pretty big. We can get bigger than that though. A tiger. I think that's smaller than a dolphin. But a dolphin would probably be scared of a tiger if it ever encountered one. <laughs> um, think bigger. Yeah. Elephant. Elephant, good. You know an elephant is about 6,300 and something kilograms? What? I think that's... You reckon that's more than us? Yeah. I reckon it's more than all of us. Uh, but we can get bigger than that. And think in the water, because in the water there's some monsters. Yeah. A blue whale. Do you know how big a blue whale is? I forgot. I looked it up, but I forgot. But it's about 33 elephants big. So for our mathematicians out there, you can calculate that. But that's big. Okay, hands down, because I'm going to ask you something else now. Think of the smallest, smallest, smallest creatures you can think of. Yeah. An ant. An ant. Ants are small, but they're really strong, hey. I forgot they can lift like, I don't know, 800 times their own body weight or something crazy. Even more than that, that's not even very much, but ants, good. Okay, can you get smaller than an ant? A mice? A mice? Maybe if it's like just a really, really microscopic mice. <laughs> yeah. Smaller than an ant? Can you? Can someone give me smaller than an ant? Yeah. Uh, 
plankton. That's very small. That's very small. Plankton in our waters. Can anyone think of anything smaller than that? A flea. A flea? I think plankton might be smaller than a flea. But smaller than that, you've got like bacteria, you know, you've got really, really tiny microorganisms. You, who said I know with great excitement? I've got it. What a bear. Oh, yeah. Tardigrade. Tardigrade. What's that? It's a microscopic thing that can live through nuclear explosions. It's a microscopic thing that can live through nuclear explosions. Good. Well, that's probably why it's so small, because it's just been smushed. Okay, good. Hands down for a sec. Now, that's the, the big and the small in God's big tapestry of creation, and we're in the middle of it. And um, I was going to ask you, I've already asked you a lot of questions, but I was going to ask you, what are you most scared of animals? You know, the animals that you can't really think of. And just call them out, hey? Shark, snake, wasp. Okay, I heard, I heard a few. Spiders, anyone? Snakes. People. <laughs> okay. Okay. What I'd like to suggest... Thanks. Thanks, girls and boys. That was good. What I'd like to suggest, and, and in no way am I endorsing hatred for any of God's creatures, but think of St. Francis now. And there he is right there, a statue of him, holding a little fawn, is it? A little baby deer or something? Um, Francis had this beautiful vision, and you know all about this because your school's named after him, so you know him better than I do in, in many ways. But Francis had this beautiful vision where he'd look at every single creature from the Antarctic blue whale to the plankton to the microorganisms that survive nuclear bombs to everything. And even, even like the sun and the moon and the stars and the air, he'd look at it and he'd see a sibling. Do you know what that is? He'd see a brother or a sister. He'd say, we're one in this place. Not that we have an equal dignity in the, in the full sense as you heard in that story, God created all of this stuff and then he put us here as stewards. So humans have a particular place and we have particular powers and particular responsibilities. And unfortunately, we abuse them at times. Think of the way we just ruin the environment with our big machinery and our massive power plants and just everything kind of like ruins the wonder and it robs it of its, its beauty. That's something that we do. Animals don't do that. But, but humans can do that when we get a bit short-sighted. We only see something we can get, and we forget we're here as servants, as stewards. Anyway, Francis saw everything as a sibling. So if you could close your eyes for just a second, and just imagine every single thing you can. And some things are too big to imagine, like the sun. It's hard, it's hard to even imagine how big that is. And then some things are so small. and even if we wanted to look at them, even if we had the most powerful microscopes, we'd struggle to, to glimpse them. But they're there. And some things, sadly, because we're easily, I don't know, we're emotional creatures. Sometimes, some creatures annoy us, like mosquitoes. We're like, man, go away. But no, God has decided to put us all here as one family, responsible for each other, and we bear the biggest responsibility as people because we think and we build and we teach and we set out on big projects. We've got a big responsibility there. And no one's going to be able to do it except us. God made it that way. The last thing I want to say 
if you can open your eyes now and look at me. The last thing I want to say is that Francis teaches us something I think we don't really acknowledge very often because we love to paint him as the as the hippie saint, you know, he's he's frolicking in the woods with the birds and whatever. And that's an okay image. But really Francis was known for his radical, radical holiness. He was holy. He was very, very close to Jesus. Did you know that? Like he knew the gospel very well. He tried to live it very well. Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, they say that Francis lived that so, so zealously. Um, when Jesus says, blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who mourn, all of that. Francis said, yep, I'm going to take that and live that. And really we're all called to do that, but Francis did it in a beautiful way. So I want us to think of this. And as a school, you guys are very, very good already at your care of creation. I see the way you recycle, the way you spend time out in the garden, you cultivate the, the herbs and the plant life and all of that. That's beautiful. That's in touch with what Francis is doing. That's in touch with what God is calling us to. But I'd invite you now, I was thinking about this in the car and it was confusing me, but I, I like being confused sometimes because it gets me out of my box. I was thinking to myself, sometimes we put things in this order. We say, I can be holy by caring for the environment. Or I can be holy by uh, looking after the poor, feeding them, clothing them. Or I can be holy by um, spending time with the young and teaching them. Or, uh, you know, there's an infinite amount of things we can think of. I can be holy by doing that. Can I suggest that we flip it the other way around? And this is a bit of a, a task because our mind goes blank when we think this way. But it's an invitation to enter into contemplation. Put it the other way around. I can care for creation by being holy. Whatever exactly that means. But, but it's worth flipping it the other way for a second. I can care for the poor by being holy. I can uh, love my neighbor. I can be present to those in need by trying to be fully who exactly I am in God's mind, in God's desiring heart. Does that make sense? It's a bit of a struggle because suddenly the we flipped it back to front. It's no longer a means to an end. You know, I'm not being holy. It's not like an accident that I'm being holy. I'm actually trying to no God. I actually want to follow your your invitation. God says, "Be holy," and you're like, "Okay, I don't know how to do that." But let's try. Let's cl close our eyes for a second again, and let's direct our mind at God. Let's gaze at Him, and say, "God, yeah." I do desire to be holy. And so I will seek you in prayer. Not to do something or not to get something from you, but just because you are God and I love you and you love me. I desire to be holy simply because you ask me to, you call me to, you make it possible. I desire to be fully alive with all my gifts, with all my ideas, with all my uh, energy and spirit because this is how I can praise you. I will praise you, God. I will be a servant to my neighbor. I will be a steward of creation by being a holy child of God our Father.